What is up, y'all? Before we get started with today's show, I am so excited to be sharing more details about my mastermind, Show Up and Lead. Show Up and Lead is a mastermind for women of color, coaches, consultants, and service providers who not only have the desire to scale to six figures, but want to do it in a way that is simple. They want to grow their business without complicating things. They want to take things off their to-do list, not add more things. I am here to tell you that it is possible to not only hit six figures, but to hit multiple six figures by doing things simply, by focusing on your mindset, focusing on your client results, and really getting great at being the owner of your business, putting that CEO hat on without adding all the extra bells and whistles. I've helped my clients create hundreds and thousands of dollars together and doing it in a way that is simple. So if you are interested in getting on the wait list for this mastermind, make sure to click the link in the show notes, or you can go to my Instagram page, Kat Del Carmen. Go to my link in bio and you will see a button that says mastermind waitlist. Make sure to sign up. Once you sign up, you will get all of the info in the next coming weeks about applications and when the doors open and webinars that I'll be putting out all of the all of the details so make sure you're there get on the wait list and I will see you there my name is Catalina del Carmen and I'm on a mission to put more cash in the hands of women of color I'm a wife mom amiga prima and I happen to run a multiple six-figure coaching business On this show, I share sales and marketing strategies that keep your business simple, your mindset focused, your bank account big, and your impact even bigger. So if you are on a mission to create generational change and you want to make a lot of money doing it, welcome to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Latinas Booked Out podcast. I'm so grateful you are back. If you hear, okay, let me just give you like the lowdown. I am traveling right now. I am in Hawaii and... um, I, the week before I was supposed to record this podcast, PJ got sick. My son got sick, which means I had to, he had to be with me and couldn't go to preschool, which means all my quiet time and alone time that I was planning to, my work time, that I was planning to record a couple episodes, um, I couldn't do it. So now I am in Hawaii and I am in a very big ass conference room recording this podcast and you could probably hear, if if you hear some music in the background, either Hawaiian or a mix of country, I, I don't know, it's conference room music. If you hear that in the background, just know that it's not my preferred choice. I mean, maybe the Hawaiian music I would choose, but um, yeah, I just wanted to set the stage that like, look. I don't have all my ducks in a row, uh, and sometimes things happen, like life happens all the freaking time, and we just adjust. So Paul is putting PJ down in our um, hotel room, and 
I'm here recording this podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Okay. I really am though excited for today's episode because um, I've been wanting to talk about this for so long. And I feel like I say that every episode, <laughs> but I really, really have. Um, I Today I'm going to be talking about gratitude and faith and how that's played a role in my business. Because the honest truth is that my faith, my prayers, my conversations with God, um, my some of my practices that I use, which I, I will you'll, you'll, I'll tell you all about it, but a lot of them aren't like Christian practices. Um, a lot of them are actually manifestation practices, but I kind of incorporate it in my faith. So I just like, honestly, I take what I like from like what I learned about and I use it in a way that works for me. But the reason I want to talk about this is really mainly I wanted to talk about gratitude. Um, I feel like gratitude is something that, I inherit, maybe not inherently grew up with, but like my mom really, really taught me all about gratitude. She was a single mom. We, you know, there were many times where we had it really, really tough. And my mom was always a person who had full trust in God. And she also had full trust in people. And she always just helped me believe that like, when we are at our lowest, there's still so much to be thankful for. And that mindset has really carried me into my adult life. Like I'm never, ever too scared or worried about things being taken away. Um, or, you know, there are some times where like we've made big purchases. We just bought a very expensive house. Um, even when we were younger, when we bought that house, our first home, like that was a lot of money for us at that time. And I remember anytime you good things happen, um, sometimes you can have feelings that like, oh my God, what if this is taken away? What if I lose this? What if I lose this job? And like, I've always been ready to roll up my sleeves and like start at the bottom anytime in my life. And I think that comes from a place of like, I just know what I'm grateful for and I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friendships, for everything that you know, I have in my life. Um, and I'm grateful for the basics. Like I have food, I have clothing, I have a roof, like I have it good. And that's really how that's, that's just who I am. That being said, there's so many practices of, um, a mix of manifestation, prayer, gratitude practices, which I'll share that I wanted to share with you because they have been a huge part of my journey and growing my business. And I have never really talked about them. So that's what we're talking about today. I have a handful of notes and yeah, but before we get started, I want you to know that one, I am of Christian faith. I am a believer in God, Jesus, and that's how I grew up. And now it's a huge part of my life. I pray every day. I talk to God every day. And that's like what I do. Okay. Um, but I know that could be either a trigger warning for a lot of people and or I just wanted to give you a disclaimer. I'm fully aware that everyone who listens to this podcast isn't Christian. So I one, I wanted to warn you. And two... I just want you to take what you need 
from this show and everything else you could just leave. Um, that's the way I've really thought about anything I'm learning about because I've studied in college and in, even in high school, actually, I studied different religions and in different books that I've read and different videos I've watched, podcasts I've listened to, I always take what I need when there's something to learn and something that feels right and good to me, right? So like if I am learning about Buddhism, like there's so many wonderful practices in Buddhism, like I'm so okay with taking the things that feel good to me and do it in a way that feels good to me, right? So for you, while you listen to this, um, one, I'm going to be saying God, I might say Jesus, I might say prayer, if you don't relate to that, I want you to take the things you do relate to and everything else, just leave it, like just leave it. Um, but if, you know, especially for an atheist, I feel like this episode can be a little difficult to take in. So obviously you don't have to listen to it. This is your, um, disclaimer, but I just want you to know that I'm fully aware that everybody's not Christian. I just want to share these practices with you because, they are have been so pivotal to my journey in business. And I know that I, I have to share it because it is so important to my growth. And it's a part of my daily life that I just don't really talk about. And it's it's just crazy not to talk about it because it's such a part of my life. God is such a part of my life. So take what you need, leave what you don't, and and we'll get started. Okay. All right, so let's get started. All right, so the reason I, I already told you a little bit about the reason I wanted to bring this up. Today, I want to be talking, what I want to share some practices specifically, like some actions um, that I have taken and I take in my daily life to ground me, to calm me when I'm feeling overwhelmed, right? Like when I'm feeling overwhelmed with either my business or life or my business and life, whether I'm winning or I feel like I'm losing, right? There can be overwhelm across the board when you have success or like, or when you feel like you don't have it. And this work, these practices that I'm going to share with you help ground me. They help bring me back to earth and just remember that I am on a journey and I am not in a rush and I don't have to rush for anyone. I think when I start comparing myself, these practices really come in handy when I start looking at other people and I start thinking, oh, well, they're further along or, oh, I got to start over again. Oh, I did it. Like our mind can just go so crazy. So I use a lot of these practices to really help me get on track when I feel overwhelmed. Some of these practices I do daily. Um, Yeah. So, okay, let me get started. So the first one I want to talk about is um, journaling. So I've talked a little bit about this in in my podcast before, but I wanted to touch on this because I well, one, I never, ever considered myself a person who journals, by the way. Like, so many people are like, I journal every day. That's not me, okay? I do not journal every day. It's very much a struggle for me. And adopting the habit alone was very difficult for me, and it took a lot of time. So when I started journaling for the first time, I believe it was around August 2020, and I wasn't Here's where my mind was at. 
I was desperate for my business to work. I was so desperate. I wanted so badly to create this coaching business and for it to be successful and for me to become this really great coach, okay? I wanted it so bad. So at that point, I was like, I have to just, I, I will take any and all advice. And I decided to start journaling. So I always give props to my wonderful, wonderful friend, especially she's a coach too, like in this business. Her name is Erica Cruz on Instagram. She's the Erica Cruz. She is really the first person that got me. I don't I don't want to say she got me to journal, but she really encouraged me to journal. Um, and she, she really, she is the person who really like pushed me to start doing it. I had done it in the past lightly, but it, I just didn't do it often. I didn't think much of it. But once I started journaling, um, it really helped me change my perspective and helped me train my mind to just be more freaking optimistic and train my mind to give myself more grace and have empathy for myself and just calm me. Now, when I talk about journaling, I want to talk specifically about what has helped me, like the type of journaling that's been very helpful. Now, one, I don't journal too much on like everyday things, although I wish I do. (laughs) That's like what I want to get better at. But for my, from a business standpoint, there are two types of coach, of journaling that has been super helpful. One is self coaching, which that's a whole other category that I'm going to talk about last. So I will talk about that. But one piece that's really been helping me, and especially in the beginning of my journey, y'all, like especially in the beginning of my journey and throughout like my first 100K, was manifest some manifestation practices that um, I actually learned from Tiffany Chung. So she's Tiffany Chung Duck. I believe on Instagram. She's amazing. She's also a wonderful friend of mine. And she is the first person that introduced me to journaling in a way that was in present tense. So what I mean is she, she used to share this on her IG stories. She would share that like you want to journal in a way where you're thinking, it's almost like it's, it's like you're thinking in her, in her words, the universe, Um, for what you desire specifically, but you're doing it ahead of time, right? So what that would look like is literally a journal entry that was like, thank you for a 10K month of March, right? And let's say it was March 1st, like it just became March 1st. And you're, you're literally journaling, thank you for 10K in the month of March. Thank you for four new clients. Thank you so much for a, a feature on on this podcast. Um, thank you for helping me become a bit like, just like literally thanking the universe ahead of time. So the way I would write this in my journal would be to God, right? So like I took this practice that she taught me and she talks a lot about manifestation, by the way. I always tell her, cause I'm not very like manifestation E. I'm not very wooey. Um, and I always tell her she's just the perfect amount for me. Uh, and here's the thing. What I would do is I would use that practice, but for me, I would thank God. So I'd be like, thank you, God, for this many dollars, right? Or like this much in my business 
in for the month of March. Thank you for helping my clients get results. Thank you for da da da. And I literally did this every single month, all the time. Like literally my first 200K in business, I probably did it every single month. Not saying it always happened. Like I was, I didn't always get the result I wanted, but it's so wonderful to train your brain to build trust in yourself and also in God or in the universe and just like calm you. For me, it helped calm me that like, okay, I released my belief into this world. I, and for me, what that would sound like is I would, would, would release this belief. And then I'd be like, I trust God. I would tell myself things like God's got it. I don't have to worry about the how I trust God's plan for me. Right now you can replace God with whatever word you want, but that is what this type of practice helped me do. It helped ground me. The second type of journaling that I did a lot of was just prayers to God, especially from like a, not not all business, but a lot of it was business because I was so focused on it at that time. But a lot of what that journaling looked like was literal prayers, asking for God's guidance, asking for God to use me, asking for him to show me the way or like, I don't know how I'd write it in my journal, but like a lot of the words I use, like use me, I would say that all of the time. I, I just remember use me in this world, God, like use my help, help me understand what skills I have. Help me be confident to show them, help me help people. Like I would literally write these things down and they were prayers to God asking for him to use me in this world in the way that he's planned. Now, again, this could sound different to you, but that is what like really helped me. So one was like these manifestation, I don't know what the name is, but one is like manifestation journaling monthly. Like I used to do that very often, um, where I'm giving gratitude and thanks for the results I haven't even gotten yet purely off trust. And then the second piece is journaling my prayers and really asking God to use me and, also committing to trusting in that too, right? So once I did that, I had to leave that journal and my thinking had to change. My thinking had to be like, I don't have to worry about the how. I can go out there and just take action and trust myself and trust that God's going to work his magic and make it happen. But I don't have to worry about it. So those two practices in terms of journaling helped me immensely, okay? Now, Number two, I want to talk about some gratitude practices. So when I say gratitude practices, um, I'm thinking of two specific things. One is some, so for me, one is dancing, listening to music, and um, really, really humbling myself in moments where I either feel very down about my business or my life and my business or in moments where I I feel excited. So let's talk about the first one. When you're feeling down, what's helped me a lot in my journey um, is some type of movement with some type of music. Now, some people are music people and I'm learning this and that's okay, but I really would challenge you 
to find joy. Find what brings you joy and something that you can practice. And for me, dancing, listening to very inspiring music, and reminding myself what an honor and gift it is to do this work, going back to that when I'm feeling down has been pivotal. When I am really, really down, like it's one of the first things I do. I have a playlist and I play it and I literally repeat to myself, I'm so lucky I get to do this work. I'm so proud of the past Catalina for getting me here. I'm Look at all the women I'm working with. What a gift it is to work with them. And I will just repeat these types of thoughts that are all based in gratitude And I will put on some music and I will dance my little heart away and it'll just ground me and calm me and just remind me not to get so in the weeds of like perfectionism and not to get so in the weeds of thinking that business has to look a different way because it doesn't. So dancing and music, that's my thing. And I do that while thinking a lot of just being grateful, like extra grateful for everything. And then the second piece to gratitude practices, which I'm also learning is very tough for some people, is really learning how to practice celebrating yourself. This is huge, y'all. I didn't do this enough my first year in business. I don't think I did it at all, to be honest, in my first year in business. And it makes me so sad that I didn't. Because my first year in business, I worked so hard. I worked so hard and I never, ever gave myself credit for all that hard work. Let me tell you something. Celebrating yourself, celebrating your milestones, even when they're small, celebrating the work you do, that is so important to your business. It helps helps remind you that your work, that what you're doing actually is incredible. It actually is amazing. It actually is inspiring. It actually is paving a way for people. It's not just something that you're doing and blah, blah, blah. You are doing amazing work. And when you celebrate yourself, when you And you could do it in different ways. Some people will book a trip. I like to buy myself fancy things when I hit milestones. But I also, like, I will have these moments, especially, like, I I don't just celebrate the money milestones. I'll celebrate, like, my client wins sometimes. Like, I, I will celebrate, like, the first time I hit, I helped a client hit 5K, um, and 10K, and, yeah, those specifically, I remember just being so proud and celebrating. Not that I did the work, but just being a part of their journey. Like this is my dream work, right? And I remember I decided to celebrate those moments too. Soon, one of my clients is going to hit six figures, her first six figures, and I've been with her since the beginning of her journey. And I'm going to celebrate that one too. I'll probably celebrate with her for that one. But it's so important that you mark these moments, these milestones, whatever they look like for you, mark them with 
a celebration to yourself. Sometimes that looks like a drink. Sometimes that looks like a dinner. Sometimes it looks like a little purse or a wallet. Sometimes it looks like a little weekend trip or a a little staycation at a local hotel. Like it could look like anything you want. Okay. But learn what it feels like to celebrate your hard work and to realize that you said you were going to do something and then you did it. And that feeling can be very uncomfortable for a lot of people, but I promise you, learning how to hold that emotion, learning how to do it, which it's not easy, okay? Especially for some of you who have like some type of like traumatic responses to it of of the feeling of like pride because it doesn't feel safe right like there are lots of feelings that will come up when you when you hit a milestone sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad trust me like I remember hitting 50k was like very very weird feelings for me like I did not like it even 200k when I hit 200 I had to sit with the feeling of hitting that much money in my business for like three weeks before I even could celebrate because it was so uncomfortable. So I'm not saying this is like easy work. I'm just saying it is important for you to hold that feeling and to learn how to be safe in celebrating. It is so important because when you know how to do that, you're getting closer to learning how to process your emotions. You're getting closer to helping you understand what an impact you make in this world and how it's not a big deal. It's actually a huge deal and you are a huge deal and you're also safe being important. You're safe having a voice. You're safe to share your opinions. You're safe to be a thought leader. You're safe. And you have to find that safety within yourself because nobody can give it to you. And it really starts with learning how to celebrate yourself and learning how to have gratitude towards all the work that you did and thanking yourself, right? Because celebrating really is a thanking of yourself And I just want you to know that it's super safe to do that. And the more you can try to practice that and uncover what thoughts and feelings come up, the better it is for you as a leader in your community, in your industry, in your business, because it it, it helps you show up more authentic. It helps you become this version of yourself that can hold higher heights. Okay. Okay. Now I want to talk about self-coaching. So some self-coaching is done on journaling. So I almost brought it up earlier, but I wanted to make it like its own thing. So I have an episode on self-coaching. I'll add it in the show notes. But um, when I learned about self-coaching and self-coaching, the term, um, I believe came from Brooke Castillo. She is a life coach and she's also the owner of the Life Coach School. And basically, she came up with a model that is called the self-coaching model. And um, you could listen to the episode to like learn more about it. But basically, her model is that your circumstances will trigger thoughts. Your thoughts will trigger feelings. Your feelings will trigger actions. And your actions will trigger results, a.k.a. your thoughts create your results. Okay. Now saying that very broadly or like just forwardly, 
a lot of people, including myself, when I first heard it, I was like, no, it doesn't. Like, that's such crap. But once I started self-coaching and using this model, which, by the way, this model isn't like, it, it isn't that this model is like super special and like groundbreaking because a lot of different leaders in like the manifestation community have very similar models that just like look a little different, but like have the same sentiment. But this self-coaching model helped me really understand my brain so much more. And the reason I brought this up is because here's the thing. When you learn to understand what's happening in your mind, when you learn the ability to slow your thoughts and slow your mind when it's feeling anxious and overwhelmed and all of that, when you have, when you learn the ability to question your thoughts, when you learn the ability to acknowledge what emotions you need to feel, it is powerful and it grows you as a person. It grows you as a leader. It grows you as a coach. And it's, it's been pivotal for me. So when I talk about the self-coaching model, so I, I, I went through the model and what that looks like in real life is in the beginning, especially if you're new to this model, what that looks like is really understanding what circumstance is triggering your thoughts. So one, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling confused, when you're feeling anything really, like the first kind of questions I ask myself are, what am I thinking? And my brain doesn't want to provide an answer, so you have to dig. No, really, let me choose a couple thoughts. And once you choose a couple thoughts, I want you to literally write down the thoughts. And this is how I started. I don't write it down all the time now, but like writing down what am I thinking and then then looking at that and you could go a couple ways with this, but I like to look at the circumstance of like, what is the circumstance that's making me feel this way? Oh, okay. I have to, I'll give you an example recently. Like I have to finish this project, right? Like this project is, is, um, is, is past you. That's the circumstance. My thought is I'm such a procrastinator. I don't have my shit together. (laughs) Those are my thoughts, right? Like those aren't, good thoughts, but whatever, or they're not productive, right? So those are my thoughts. And then I ask myself, what is this making me feel? And some thoughts that come up are like embarrassed. It's making me feel inadequate. Okay. So let's just go with embarrassed. Embarrassed. Am I, and I sometimes will ask myself, why am I feeling embarrassed? Well, I'm feeling embarrassed because I'm procrastinating on this project that needs to get done and I'm a business owner and I should be, right? And then then I'll typically catch myself and be like, I should, huh? That's so interesting that my brain thinks I should be doing something or I should be doing this this way. So then I slow down my brain and I'm like, okay, these thoughts are making me feel embarrassed. Am I willing to be embarrassed? Am I willing to feel this emotion until I learn the lesson? Now, that's not always how it goes. I'm just giving you one example. But like the point of self-coaching for me, my experience with it has been learning that your brain is complex and learning that you have the ability to understand what your mind is, is one thinking and two, understand your brain so much that it, it can't manipulate you as much, right? At least that's what it feels like for me. It's like 
my brain will go ballistic. And it's, you know what it is actually like for me? I've be through self-coaching. I've learned to have way more grace for myself and love for myself and patience with myself because I know my brain is always going to tell me I'm behind and I should be doing this and I should be doing that and I should be doing that. But self-coaching has made me realize that like those are just thoughts and I don't have to buy into them and I'm actually allowed to give myself all the grace and all the time and I can trust myself. So one, listen to that episode. I was, I I will put it in the podcast about self-coaching and two, the, the takeaway from this is I want you to start doing the work of understanding one, what your mind is telling you and slowing down that process. And two, this is something, oh, I wish I could remember his name. Something quick, Jeremy quick. I don't, I have to, I'll, I'll have to find it, but some, there's like a person that's, I really should have looked this up. There's a person that studied, um, that studies the brain. I want to say Jim quick or Jeremy quick. I don't know. Um, but he, I was listening to his podcast once a while ago and he said something really profound and I literally wrote it down, put it on my wall and I think about it all the time. It's very quick, short phrase that is so helpful when I'm self-coaching and all it is, is the answers you are looking for are in the questions you're not asking yourself. The answers you are looking for are in the questions you are not asking yourself. Your mind has all of the answers you want, literally all of them. But you have to be the one to be willing to slow your brain down and ask the questions. You have to ask questions. I think I do this the most. What my self-coaching looks like, it doesn't look like a ton of journaling now. I mean, I do still like will write down my thoughts and I, I still will do that work. But now what it really looks like for me is always having conversations with myself and questioning my thoughts and never allowing myself to say I don't know. Because I always know. There's always an answer. There's just the questions I'm not asking. When you get used to asking yourself questions to find out the answer, whatever you're looking for, you will understand how to manage your brain, how to manage your mind so much better. And when you get overwhelmed, It'll help you in those moments. And look, I'm not telling you every time you're overwhelmed, understanding your brain's going to help you. No. Sometimes when you're overwhelmed, you need a freaking rest. Sometimes when you're overwhelmed, you need to learn how to process some emotions. And there, there's a lot of other stuff. But for this, what, what has helped me in my journaling and in really just like finding a place that grounds me and that helps me realize that like I'm fine and I'm safe and I have gratitude for everything happening in my life a big piece of that has been learning how to manage all the thoughts in my mind and asking myself questions that I never was brave enough or experienced enough or trained myself enough to do. Like now I'm always so curious of what my mind is telling me and it benefits my business every single day. It benefits my relationships every single day. It benefits myself as a mother, like everything. So I ask you, ask 
yourself questions. The answers you are looking for are in the questions you are not asking yourself. Okay? And remember, let me just end with a couple thoughts. If you are a coach, you want to do this work, if you do this work, if you have clients, if that's you, right now I really want you to take a moment to, to just be grateful for doing this work and put on, put on some music. I'm going to tell you one of my favorite, favorite songs. Um, it's called, it's by Tones and I, so T-O-N-E-S and I, um, and it's called Fly Away or Flying Away. And I put on that song and I will dance even on my bad days. And I will thank God that I get to do this work and thank God for helping me through this journey. And then I will thank myself for taking the action and for trusting God. And I will thank myself for all the hard work to quit my job, to take the risks, to do all the things people told me not to do. I thank myself for doing that and I celebrate my life and what I've created, even if, in the, if it's in the middle of a mess. I want you to take time to do that and to thank yourself. And then I'll ask you one more thing. And I think I'm going to do this with you while I'm on vacation. My old, I think my old manager, I think, it, yeah, my old manager, Wes Everson, I love her so much. She's a big mentor to me. She had us write these thank yous. I think she had us do this. I hope I'm right. But this is what I want you to do. Write a thank you letter to yourself at the end of the year. So at the end of the year, when you get everything you want and everything you hope for happens, I want you to write a letter thanking that version of yourself. So what that would look like is let's say you want to hit six figures in your business at the end of the year, I want you to write to the, to the person who made all that happen, right? So thank you for taking the risk. Thank you for learning how to do this. Thank you for, you know, taking time to do this. Thank you for taking those big risks. Like I want you to think, write yourself a love letter, a thank you letter as if everything you wanted was already done by the end of the year. Put it away, put it away, and then at the end of the year, read it. Trust me, it'll be very emotional. <laughs> All right, y'all. I hope that was helpful. Be thankful. Find the good in what's happening. And if you're not making money and you're like, no, I hate my business, da 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 da. I need you to really look back and thank yourself for everything you've done to get yourself here. And thank yourself. And thank God or the universe or whatever feels good to you that you are on a journey that might not feel fun, but it is one that is brave. It's one that is fulfilling in some ways, I hope, and one that you will be proud of. All right, y'all. I will see you next time. I love you. I love you. Make sure to get on the mastermind wait list if you haven't yet. And I will see you later. All right. Bye. Hey, Amiga. 
if you are not on my email list, you are missing out on some juicy content. I share sales and marketing tips every single week. Plus, you're the first to know about new freebies and webinars and all the other things fun happening. To get on the list, sign up for my free training, How to Sell Out Four Figure Offers. This training will also shift your mindset around what it really takes to book out your coaching business. So sign up in the show notes or on my website, katdalkarman.com to be added to the email list. I will see you next time. Mwah.